Hey everyone, this is episode 89 of Eco Chic, the podcast about practical science and sustainability. My name is Laura Diaz. Welcome if you're new, really happy to see you if you're returning. Today's episode is a really good one because I think it's particularly timely and really important information that we should be looking at when we're looking at current events and we're looking at the news. I'm particularly speaking about the Australian fires. If you have read the title of this episode, you know what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get into that, I have a couple of housekeeping things I want to quickly run through with y'all. Last week was a call-in episode, my favorite type of episode to put together. Essentially, we have listeners call in and speak on one particular topic, and last week's was all about careers and people who have careers in a whole bunch of different fields and different organizations that are dedicated to environmentalism or sustainability in some capacity. So that was a really, really great episode. I mentioned that I would be announcing the next call-in theme on the newsletter that's coming out this week, and I'd be doing it on Instagram Story as well. So I took a quick poll. And I had two really good ideas that have been presented to me in the past, and I'm excited to explore those topics with y'all. The topic that won the poll, the theme for the next call-in episode, is actually going to be about men. There is a social psychological phenomenon that has been researched a little bit and talked about a little bit in current events and in the news and pop culture. When it comes to people that identify as men, there is a stigma or maybe a thought that participating in certain sustainable habits like eating a plant-based diet or bringing your reusable bags to the grocery store are feminine habits or they're not manly enough, quote-unquote, for you to participate in. So I'm interested in exploring this topic and this kind of current phenomena, if you want to call it that, um, on the next call-in episode. So if you are a man who is listening, someone who identifies as a man that is a big proponent of this in your friend group, if you are tearing down these stereotypes or stigmas around sustainable habits in your friend groups or in your circles, I would love to speak with you. The easiest way to get in touch with me is at Podcast on Instagram, or you can also email me, laura at lauraedias.com, and that's always all in the show notes. That being said, also speaking about Instagram, we still have our giveaway going on for a set of two reusable silicone storage bags, a really awesome alternative to plastic snack baggies, and you can enter that giveaway at EcoChic Podcast or on our sister brand page at Totally EcoChic. If you're interested in shopping for the storage bags yourself, if you're not wanting to wait around to see if you win the giveaway, you can shop at TotallyEcoChic.com and there is a sale on the silicone storage bags to help you reach all of your 2020 New Year's resolutions when it comes to lowering your plastic footprint. So I'm excited about that. Shopping for your sustainability supplies at totallyecochic.com is a really easy way, a really helpful, valuable way to not only help yourself, but also support this show. And don't forget to rate and review and subscribe if you are interested in supporting the show, if you enjoy this episode, if you think it's helpful information, share it with a friend, share it with a colleague. I really appreciate being a resource for you. All right, let's start talking about how climate change affects natural disasters, how climate change really exacerbates natural hazards. And we are also, again, going to be speaking about the Australian fires today, kind of in depth. So the first thing that we want to do before we dive into this conversation is really establish the difference between weather and climate. This is something that people very often mix up, and it's a really important thing to understand before we get into it. So weather is essentially your day-to-day experiences. Is it windy? Is it sunny? Is it rainy? It's what you are experiencing on a day-to-day level. Now, climate, on the other hand, is average weather over a 30-year period. So climate is measured in large chunks of time, three decades, as opposed to weather that's measured every single day. 
So the reason that we are so sure about climate change and we are so much better able to predict climate change as opposed to weather, people give meteorologists a bad rap for getting the weather wrong very often. That's because there is so little certainty in what's going to happen on the day-to-day -day level. But when we're working with climate across 30 years, there is so much data and so much more certainty in what is going to happen on a seasonal level. So now let's also remember that climate change is not the same as global warming. There's a reason that we don't really use global warming as a term anymore very commonly. And that's because when you say warming, it really implies just rising temperatures. And while globally, yes, our temperature is rising, we also have more rain and more snow and more random storms and more drought. So we're thinking about average weather becoming more extreme when we're talking about human-induced climate change. It's not just warming, it's everything becoming more extreme. So now that we have our definitions down, let's talk about what's happening right now. Global surface temperature is increasing. So we have more water vapor that's being evaporated into the atmosphere. And when we have more water vapor into the atmosphere, it's going to be fueling more powerful storms. We have more heat in the atmosphere and we have warmer ocean surface temperatures. And that really aids in speeding up wind. There's more power, there's more wind, and that's why we have more extreme tropical storms. So let's not forget that at the same time, we have sea levels that are rising as well. So we have higher sea level plus stronger, more extreme tropical storms. A few months ago, there was Bahamian Islands that were completely underwater after a crazy big slow hurricane. So this is why that hurricane was so impactful in completely covering islands. We have more storms, more extreme weather, more rain, more wind. There's already a risk for hurricanes in the Caribbean. And because of human-induced climate change, these hazards are so much more elevated. And that's why you get really extreme storms like that one. Now let's talk about fire. I'm going to again be speaking about the recent Australian fires. There is always fire season in Australia. I think that's the first thing that we want to establish. Fire season is actually natural and healthy in small doses. We should think of fire season as very typical historically of the climate in that area. Climate change, human-induced climate change, has led to a prolonged, more severe drought season. So average temperatures have increased across the board and average precipitation has decreased. There's less rainfall. So just to recap, there's fire. It's getting hotter. Rain is increasingly unlikely. So we get bigger, longer-lasting collections of bushfires. So again, climate did not start the Australian fires, but it has allowed the fires and aided the fires in becoming a total catastrophe. Human-induced climate change is a threat multiplier. It takes risks that already exist and multiplies them, makes the risk more extreme and more severe in a lot of cases. So going back to the concept of drought in Australia, you also have more dry vegetation. There's more dry brush and dry forests, and they can catch the fires and they can spread the fires. Going one step further, talking about risks when you have really dry land, low rainfall, you already have these giant fires. You're also very threatened by wind. Wind comes along and helps spread the fires across more land where it's already concentrated. So you get bigger and bigger fires concentrated in one similar area. But also with wind, wind can come along and pick up embers from the fire and move them into new areas where there wasn't yet fire. So wind is really like a double whammy risk when we're talking about what's happening with drought and expanding these fires to be as large and historic as they really have been in these Australian fires. I say historic because the Australian fires thus far have consumed almost 15 million acres of brush and forest and dry land. 
So the California fires last year, by comparison, had about 2 million acres burnt. The Amazon fires that we were all very concerned about consumed about 2.5 million acres. And let's not forget, again, these hurricanes that are really extreme. We have really extreme snowfall, snowstorms. Typical weather is just becoming more severe and more impactful. So that is the Cliff's Notes version of how climate change is exacerbating natural habits, natural disasters, such as these Australian fires. If you're able and interested, some really great organizations to donate to that are helping put out these Australian fires as best they can are the Australian Red Cross, the Australian Salvation Army, there's local firefighter organizations like the New South Wales Rural Firefighter Service or WIRES Wildlife Rescue, an organization rescuing injured wildlife. I'll have the links in the show notes to all these organizations. I hope this episode was really helpful in making you more aware of what's actually going on in the news and why these catastrophic events are happening. I think that it's really helpful to have a little bit of science background when you are looking at all of these really impactful, really heartbreaking images of koalas and fires and homes. So I hope you got a lot out of this. Again, just to remind everyone, if you want to get in contact, Instagram is the easiest way at Podcast. Or my personal page is also always in the show notes. It's at Laura E. Diaz. I really love talking to y'all. And I will be sending out more stickers in the coming weeks. I really love sending everyone stickers. So if you are following me on social media, there's also a Facebook page. It's Eco Chic. If you're following the podcast anywhere, just send me a message with your address. And I would really love to get you some stickers in the coming weeks. That's it for today, y'all. I hope you are having an awesome week so far. And I look forward to speaking to you really, really soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.